0: Alright, so this podcast, I talk about a few different things, but obviously we got the crazy election going on right now, so this is like not really on topic with what's going on, but kind of is because I talk a lot about the unknown, and so the uncertainty and how being comfortable with the uncomfortable is important, and how... You have to be able to kind of uh, shift your thoughts and your paradigms, and um, like let's just say you really want Trump to win and Biden wins. Like there's nothing you can really do about that. You have one vote, and that's it. So you kind of have to accept it and be be uh, be okay with it, and then figure out like okay, going forward, what does my life look like now? And so this I talk about death. Like death is probably the biggest unknown to mankind and i just go through like my thoughts and what i think about it and what's cool is we're all able to recreate our thoughts and re um redo our beliefs and kind of do resets all the time and so i just go over why i think that's why i think that's important and how getting into mindsets of like you know things why that's a kind of a dangerous mindset to have. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Hopefully this election ends sometime soon. But uh, yeah, enjoy. Alright, I decided to do a death, a topic about death. And the reason I decided to do that is because... I was thinking about what does everybody have in common everybody Like what's something that runs through the minds of every single person that lives right now has lived will live and it's death Like we all know that day is coming that we're going to die I'm going to die you're going to die we're all going to die. I think that's from Hook. Remember that little spaz kid? <laughs> but it's true. We're all going to die. We all have to face that. And that is something that I was thinking about like the comfort, like all the comforts people want to build to prepare for death. So I was visiting with my mom and we have different outlooks on life and death but we both get comfort from what we think and so that is what's important is is your belief is your thought bringing comfort to you because it really doesn't matter like if she thinks one thing and i think one thing but like her thing doesn't do it for me and my thing doesn't do it for her like it's fine but What I was thinking about is sometimes I feel like you want to create this comfortable spot. um, This comfortable place in your mind where you know the answers and so when you move on past this life, you're basically like you're not scared because you're so convinced you know what's going to happen. And my thought process is completely opposite of that. I think the best way to prepare for death is to be completely comfortable with not knowing and being okay with the unknown. And so I was trying to, I was talking to my mom and I was talking about how I try to explore. I try to put myself in the unknown as much as possible because it makes me just accept different things. Like I have to be okay with things happening that I'm not really sure about. And so basically I would compare it to expectations. And so sometimes if you set your expectations too high, like let's say you're dating a girl and you're like, you're building it up in your head and you're like, this is going to be the best thing ever. I cannot wait. And this is going to be like, we're going to get married. And then you go out and it's the horrible, it's kind of a letdown because you had your expectations too high. So for me... know a lot of people religion say what if I live my life just doing this the way that I'm doing it and I'm a good person and I'm not lying I'm not cheating I'm not stealing like what's the worst that could happen and for me so I always think about death as like your consciousness your brain your thoughts everything you develop in this life is what continues to the next life so if you set your expectation for the next life of like knowing that this is how it's going to be structured and then you get to the next life and it's structured completely differently. Like for me, I would create this mindset of like a full on panic, anxiety attack. Like, Oh my gosh, what am I doing? Right. Cause you get there and it's not what you expected, but you still have your thoughts. And so you're just a little bit like taken off and like you have to take time to re- Build and re rethink and so that's what's been so cool about my process is I've actually gone through that in this life like I thought I knew everything and then I had to deconstruct everything and start to rebuild and then I've kind of get gotten to this place where everything is uh, I'm a, I allow myself to change my mind I allow myself to change my beliefs and it prepares me To have my expectations set for whatever happens in the next life is going to be okay because I don't have any expectation. Like it's really just, I feel like it's going to continue. I feel like my spirit's going to go somewhere. But if I don't have that expectation, I'm not going to be let down and I'm just going to keep continuing to grow. And so I was just saying like the more times you put yourself in uncomfortable, unknown situations in life, the more you prepare yourself to deal with death and like obviously I could be wrong and I said to her like you might be right maybe all your beliefs are right and we'll get to the next life and there's like the celestial kingdom and there's Jesus is coming back for the second coming and like everything's gonna be like you're 100% right on everything but if my mindset is the way it is I'm gonna be okay with that but the good thing is if the millions of other alternative outcomes if one of those happens, i'm going to be okay with those also. And the people that have their minds set are going to have a more difficult time transitioning into accepting um, the reality. And so that's it, i always i'm always like very intrigued with death. Like i always think about the stories about how the first humans appeared like from a scriptural Christian background with Adam and Eve. It's like, let's just say that they got put here. Adam gets put on Earth. And they're like, man should not be alone. Let's make Eve. And then they take that rib out of Adam. And they're like, okay, here's Eve. And then they're just kind of walking around and just trying to figure out, like, what's the point? And then they realize they have, like, privates and... They're like, hey, maybe we should rub these together. And they do. And then it's like, this is magical. And then they just start popping out babies like crazy. Because they can't stop. Because it's like way too much fun. But then, let's say they got like five kids, ten kids, twenty kids. And then the first kid dies. Like at that moment, that's when the, the thought process, when everything starts to basically be like, oh crap. Like, so what just happened to Tommy. Tommy won't wake up he's just laying there like a blob and apparently he's gone to sleep forever so then that happens to Steve Tommy Roger Clementine all these people all these people start dying and so Adam and Eve have to start making sense of what is life like what what is happening right now let's just say it's like sp- full evolution. Like religion doesn't play into it science is just 100% correct. It's the same concept regardless. Like people die and people want to make sense of death. It's important for people to know. So then you start to have people that start to create answers and they're like, "Well, what I think is this and what I think is this." And then you start to be you start to have religion. And religion is just like business where 9 out of 10 businesses that you try to start don't make it and so you get that one that makes it but it's just because it's a really solid like concept, a solid theory and so people can buy into it and if you have something that people want to buy into then it's easier for other people to buy into it and it grows organically and so you get Mormonism, you get you just get like all these different sects of Christianity and Um, I mean, you go over to different parts of the world and there's completely different religious thoughts and backgrounds and, but it's, everybody's trying to make sense of death. Everybody's trying to make sense of like, we're here to serve all different gods and to please these gods. And what you do during this life is going to carry on to like the eternities and, but it's all like realistically until you die and you move on to the next realm is when you're going to know what that means um, a lot of people I feel like have these like near death experiences where they die for a moment and they go and they, ex- they see God or they see Jesus and they um, they basically try they come back and they share these experiences and they're like well I went to the other side and I saw God and God said to me this is really true And it's such a funny, like, it's a funny concept to me, but I mean, there's also part of it that could be real. Like they do go visit like these spirits or this other place and see Jesus or whatever they see. But there's also a possibility that like the next life is different for everybody. Like it could be this totally different experience for every single person. Um, It's interesting to me also, like the thought about like suicide. And so it's interesting to me, suicide is interesting because you don't know, like you don't know what's next. So it's always interesting to me, the thought process behind taking your life, because what if you continue and what if... You just basically set yourself up to be miserable in this next realm. And you could have done a lot more work and progressed a lot more in this life. But it just continues. So like there's this unknown of like you took your life. And so would you not rather take the time in a world where things make a little bit of sense to try to set yourself up to move to the next spiritual realm? I don't even know if that makes sense. So basically what I'm trying to say is there is comfort in the known, being alive, having like consciousness, being able to form thoughts and being able to like progress. Like, you know, if you, let's just say you're on a diet of straight burgers and fries every day, you're just eating burgers and fries, burgers and fries, burgers and fries for every meal. You're going to like slowly get bigger and bigger and bigger. Then you switch that for vegetables, bone broths, healthy meats, and you start to exercise, you know that slowly like you're going to get in shape. And so that's just a known fact. And so if you're depressed and you're thinking, I want to take my own life, there's processes to get your mindset into a place where you are happier. Like there's medications that can temporarily help your your mind to be less in a panic state, but also there's so many different things you can pursue. Like I felt depressed. I felt like, what's the point of this life? What what am I doing here? Like this is so stupid, I might as well just like be gone. Like we might as well just like, why doesn't everybody just like take their own life? And then you get into different spots in life where you're like, oh, okay, like this makes sense. And you have this new like understanding and new information comes in and there's just it's really fun to be able to create new beliefs and new new thoughts and new ideas and that's kind of the purpose of life is just to take your life and progress and my thoughts are the next life is going to be the same thing there's going to be progression and you basically want to get to a point in your life where you just are the maxed out progression of what you could possibly be, and then you move on and you start with an advantage in the next life because you're you're somebody that like pushed themselves to the limit. I always think about it like uh, it's almost like a video game. A lot of people think this life is like a simulation, and sometimes it feels like that. And sometimes I think that even could be like the way it's set up to where you start as like this micro. This little bacteria. And then you evolve into like a human. And then it's like this game. Like how hard are you willing to push this time around. To achieve your potential. And how many people are willing to actually go after their true potential. And then maybe like only a handful of people. That like really push in this life. Make it to like the next level. Like you die. And then you are actually like. Okay you leveled up. Like you took this life and you pushed, and you lived to your potential. And so now, you get to like do this new, awesome, new thing. And the people that just kind of float through life, eat their hamburgers and french fries for every meal, and like just sit there and just, Life sucks! Ugh, I hate everything! Those people start over. They die, and then it's like, Reset, try again. And like your memory gets erased every time. And so you're retrying. But deep down in your heart of hearts and your soul, you're like, know your purpose. And some people are just willing to like break through the barriers. And so I've always thought to myself, because it would have been really easy for me just to stay like in the Mormon church and just like do it. And then I could have gone on like anxiety medication, depression medication. And then that type of thing kind of helps you to just numb the the feelings of of, uh, unhappiness. Like for me, I could take anxiety medication. I could drink alcohol and like, it helps me escape the feelings of like, okay, I know I'm not pursuing my true mission or what I really want in life, but I'm doing what everybody else wants me to do. Everybody's looking at me like everything's held together. And then I'm on these medications that are making me feel like I'm okay with it also. But in reality, like deep in your heart of heart, you know that like, you're just kind of suppressing something and that you really should be pursuing something much bigger like i'm listening to this book right now i listen to a lot of books but this one's called the way of the superior man and it's just talking about how like so men and this like this book's a little bit controversial just with like men women but whatever it talks about like uh how men are just like they have like a masculinity and like they kind of draw on like a feminine kind of presence but it talks about how like you have your mission like you have your purpose and if you ever let go of your purpose for like a woman or you let go your purpose for something else there's just this like unattractiveness to you like people won't be attracted to you and you won't really like put out the, that vibrant feeling that attracts people to you because you're not going after what you were meant to do. And like, I have a few books, like the alchemist is kind of similar. The, this book I'm reading right now is like that, but essentially like my belief is that we all come to earth and we all are And I don't know that you're meant to do something, but I think you're meant to pursue and try as hard as you can to achieve as much as possible and, like, push limits and live on the edge and, like, just really see what you can accomplish in this life. And if you fail and if you don't, like, succeed, your effort is what's going to be recognized in the next life. And I was talking to... I was talking to just one of my friends, and I was just saying, like, my biggest fear, like, I have fears in life, but my biggest fear is not, it's not pursuing what I feel like I'm supposed to be pursuing. And I feel like if I was on my deathbed and I had all these dreams and all this stuff I wanted to pursue, and I just never let myself, that would be my biggest regret. And so, even if I failed in the attempt of going after what I wanted, it would still be super beneficial. And so that's why I like to put these messages out. It's kind of this like invitation, it's like join me on this crazy weird path where you pursue what you think your mission is. Like don't copy me, you don't need to do a podcast, you don't need to like start posting videos about guitar but like what's your purpose? And like where do you wanna get to before you die? Because you're going to die And like, are you just floating down this stream? Are you just drifting? You're just on this little drifter's path to wherever it's gonna take you? Or are you, like, do you have an oar, you're in a raft, and you're in control of that, and you're avoiding rocks, and you see two paths ahead, and you pick left because left leads to X, and the path to the right leads to Y, and the, like, you're, you become intentional. And once you become intentional, like that is the part where if you feel like suicidal, you feel like you don't belong on this earth and that there's no purpose for you, it's because you haven't let yourself like be intentional about what you want and maybe you're just drifting still. Maybe you need to sit down and write down a vision and just write down like, what makes me happy? Am I doing... Insurance because it's the first thing I applied for and somebody just started paying me? Or am I doing insurance because I like to sit down with people? It makes me feel good to help people. I actually enjoy like the concept of insurance. Or did you just kind of drift and you're just drifting? Or you're like doing something with whatever, like banking, or you're a real estate agent, or you're a lawyer, or like you're a doctor, like what if you're a doctor and you hate it? but you did it and so you have all these material possessions now that control you so you can't switch your path because you have a wife and nine kids that rely on your income like that would be a sad place to be in to be doing something and pushing your life down a path that's not really truly fulfilling to you just because of like an income or because of this like there's always a way to change it's just how disciplined are you how much do you want to get up at the butt crack of dawn and start to like pursue other things on the side and how much are you willing to like just dedicate your life to your purpose it was talking in both these books about like girls and how like let's say you had like the love of your life and you said I gotta go fight this war and she knew it was like your purpose to go fight that war and you're like I'm gonna stay and be with you she would lose, like, this respect for you for not following your purpose. And I think a lot of times we give up what's important to us or what we feel like we should be doing because of, like, a relationship, because of what society has made you think is the right thing to do, even though it's, like, undeniable what you should be doing. And so, for me, like, death, death just... It's For whatever reason I can put myself on my deathbed And I can like Sometimes I'll just picture like my funeral And I'll just be like What would everybody say about me Would they say I was scared Would they say that like Tyler just lived this scared life He lived like Too scared to take chances And he was a good guy But I feel like There was always more to him That he wouldn't allow himself to pursue and I would say if I died like people would be like that guy like he was a different breed. He like he felt like he should do something and he did it. And that's like a lot of times it comes across like I've said a million times like this guy's crazy. Like what is he doing? Like why just stop, like stop and just chill out and accept that you have a good life and that like all this is this is like this is what you were meant for. And there's is not, I can't explain that to people in a way where it's like when there's a void and you know, something's missing and you're trying to like, you're trying to accept the fact that you're just trying to convince yourself. You're trying to convince yourself that what everybody else is telling you, like, Hey, your life's perfect. Like you got the good, good wife. Your kids are awesome. Everything's like great. Like, why are you always like so upset? like why are you always wanting more why can't you just be happy with what you have like you can't explain that to somebody just there's this void I don't know like why was Benjamin Franklin like why did he fail 10,000 times why do all people that like are successful fail so much like they could all give up and they could all be like dang I really tried but eh, it's not gonna happen because they feel deep down that they have this purpose to help. I was listening to this podcast with Joe Rogan and this guy. Um, the guy that did the social dilemma about social media and how like destructive it could be for our society. And he basically was talking about like, I didn't want this to be my mission. I didn't want this to be my mission, but I felt like this obligation to try to help out to do whatever i could to stop this monster from getting bigger and that's exactly how i feel i feel like i see society and technology and like i have three kids and like what's happening with social media and technology is terrifying and what's happening with like teen suicide and what's happening with like just people's minds and just how controlled we are by the media and how much people push stuff on us. Like we don't take time to meditate and really get in touch with like ourselves and like the higher power. And I was talking to my mom and she obviously believes in God and Jesus and all that. And she's like, do you believe in Jesus? And I said, honestly, like I, I believe that there's something else and I'm a hundred percent okay teaching my kids about Jesus because It's a good story. Like, that concept and, like, that idea is something that I support. Like, I teach my kids, we celebrate Christmas. We do, like, the Santa. And, like, I'm not opposed to traditions and teaching good things. But I'm also not opposed to teaching other ways of thinking. And, like, at the beginning of this podcast, I was just talking about how it's really, it's important to be okay with being wrong. And a lot of times, like, it's just so easy to just say something so many times. Like, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know this, I know it. And it's like, well, you've said it so many times, you think you know it. I believe that you think you know it, but I think, puberty, I think deep down, you know that you don't know. That's what I think. And like, that's a hard realization to have because I think there's hope. I think there's beliefs, but knowledge, I don't think people have like the knowing. And I think it's just a, it's a method for people to feel comfortable is by just telling yourself, yes, I know this, I know this, I know this, I know this. And then you get other people to do the same thing and so if you get other people to do the same thing and like you have an echo chamber that you built and you're all like, I know, you know, do you know? Yeah, I know. Do you know? I know too. Do you know? I know. We all know. And so then you all feel good. Like we all know. But then when you're laying there on your deathbed and it's like COVID and they won't let anybody in there to sit by you or anything and you don't have that like, you you still think, right? You still think I'm, this is all legit, right? You still think I'm going to this place? and there's nobody to like have that with in your own mind where where's your comfort like what's your belief what's your core belief and your core gut telling you about what's going to happen so my invitation for this podcast is just to basically invite you to be real with yourself what's your beliefs what's your hopes and like hold on to those but then deep down like what do you know? And are you willing to let go of stuff that you think you know? And in that way, let new information come in. Anyway, I love everybody that listens to this. Um, hopefully, you guys like it. It's hopefully like... You guys just... You could share this with people. I would seriously really appreciate it. If you just share it. I really like it's just trying to put out a good positive message and the more people that I get the more positivity I can I can put out there so love you bye